Welcome, and thank you for listening to the podcast of North Etowah Baptist Church. Visit us online at northetowah.org. Rather than church being a place where people far from God are met with shame, guilt, and condemnation, we believe Jesus leads us to be a family that extends His grace, mercy, and forgiveness to everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's service. Tonight, I want you to turn with me to Psalm 37. I'm going to transition to the word that God gave me for this evening. And tonight will be, if there's ever been an evening that I might compete, possibly, very unlikely, but possibly, with a former interim pastor that you had that would go pretty quick, tonight might be that night. We'll see if I can do it or not, though. (laughs) I've got it printed on the screen for you. Let go, let God. Unique way of looking at that, if you can see, let go, let God. You know, the D is there, it's a little faded or shaded a little differently so that you can see that let go can, can, can be transition to let God. In Psalm 37 and verse number 7, God's Word translation. How many of you carry God's Word translation? Anybody? I don't either, but it sure is good for this evening. I typically preach from the English Standard Version, the ESV. The ESV, the NIV. How many of you carry the ESV? Raise your hand. I got got several. Okay. How many of you carry NIV? There's several of those. What about the New Living Translation? Got some of those too. See, those are word for word translations. I I preach from the ESV, and and those are um, good translations. What about um, the New American Standard? Anybody carry it? Oh, good. That's my favorite too. My very favorite. What about King James? Got several of those as well. In that translation, you will see it says rest in the Lord. In the New American Standard and in the King James, it says rest in the Lord. In the ESV, the NIV, and the New Living Translation, it says be still in the Lord, before the Lord. And then then the CSB, who, who carries the Christian Standard Bible? Oh, that's one of the newer ones. That's one of my favorites, too. It's one of the newer. Or the Holman Christian Standard. It's the one that took the place. Anybody carry that? Huh? The English. What about, is that the contemporary English version, CEV? It says, be patient. Does yours say, be patient, Ron? In Psalm 37, 7, it says, be patient. But in the CSB, it says, be silent. So we've got these translations. Each one says, rest in the Lord, or be silent in the Lord, or be still in the Lord, or be patient in the Lord. But I chose this evening to use God's Word translation. God's Word translation says, surrender yourself to the Lord and wait patiently for Him. 
The God's Word translation is a thought-for-thought translation. I wouldn't use it all the time because I like, for my personal self, I like word-for-word translation typically. You also have thought-for-thought translations, but optimal equivalence translations are those such as the CSB or the Holman Christian Standard. They take a little bit of both and they try to make it as optimal as possible. But tonight we have the God's Word translation. Surrender yourself to the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Would you pray with me? Father God, let me just convey the word that you have for us this evening. As we surrender ourselves to you, we want to let go and let you, God, take control. And God, I pray this evening that we would hear the the word that you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Tonight I chose this translation because of that simple word, surrender. I believe surrender takes on a bit where it is, it, it's got a, such a huge meaning. Surrendering your life means following God's lead without knowing where He's sending you. That's surrender. Surrender means waiting on God's timing. without knowing when it's going to come. Surrender. Surrender means expecting a miracle without having any idea how God's going to provide it. Surrender means trusting God's purpose without understanding the circumstances. Surrender. I surrender all. We've sung that song for generations. I surrender all. But what does surrender mean? You know you're surrendered to God. Listen, church. When we rely on Him to work things out, You know you're surrendered when you rely on God to work things out instead of trying to manipulate others. Big difference. You rely on God to work things out instead of trying to force your own agenda. You allow God to work things out instead of trying to control the situation. Let go. Let God. Let go and let God have it. You don't have to always be in charge. God is wanting to take control and He is waiting on me to surrender to Him so that He can then take control of that situation and and, and bring a great victory. Instead of me, instead of us trying harder, we need to trust more. Y'all see what I'm saying? Instead of us trying harder, we need to trust more. We know we are surrendered to Him when we rely on Him to work things out. Secondly, we know we're surrendered to Him when we don't really react to criticism and rush to defend ourselves. We know we're surrendered to God. Because when you're surrendered to God, you're going to be criticized. 
You're going to be laughed at at times. And you're not, if you're really surrendered, you're not going to react to that criticism and rush to defend yourself. You see, commonly or completely surrendered hearts often are involved in relationships. You see, you with your spouse have surrendered because you want to be completely in connection with him or her. The same is true in a relationship with God Almighty. You surrender that you want to allow him to to make decisions for your life. Surrendered hearts are not self-serving hearts. Surrendered hearts don't try to edge somebody out, trying to scoot in to make sure you're ahead of somebody. No, it's in tandem, side by side. Surrendered hearts, you see where the relationship comes from? Surrendered hearts don't try to demand their rights. Surrendered hearts are those that that walk hand in hand with God, attempting to follow where He is wanting to go. One of the things that is most difficult to surrender when we have a surrendered life is money. Money, our purse, our wallet, our credit cards, anything, debit card, anything dealing with finances. Many people say, I want to live for God, but I also want to earn enough money to live, to, to, to live comfortably and to retire someday. Did y'all hear the problem with that statement? Well, it starts with one word. I want to live for God, but. Why, do you, why even include that word in there? Just say, I want to live for God and I want to go where he leads. I want to spend my money the way he wants me to spend. But we, we say, I want to live for God, but. I want to live comfortably. Friend, don't you know if you're living for God, you're going to be very comfortable? See, that's what, if you, if you go the way God wants you to go, you aren't going to have to worry about it because you're going to be doing the way God wants you to in the first place. I want to live for God. Drop the rest. Don't, don't add that, but I want to earn enough money to live completely and I want to retire someday. You see, retirement is great. But retirement can't be your primary uh, uh, goal in life. If you're a surrendered life, you can't primarily be looking to retirement because it competes with God for his attention, for how he wants you to spend your resources and deal with what he's wanting you to do. Jesus said, you can't serve God and money. That's in uh, Matthew 6, 24, if you wanted to jot that down. You can't serve God and money. He, he went on to say, or, or previously he had said, for where your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want my, I don't, I don't have my wallet in my pocket. I don't want my, my heart in my pocket. Do y'all? I don't want my heart in my wallet. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 21, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. If I'm, if I'm stressing only on money and resources, then that's where my heart's going to be. That's the wrong place. 
That's wrong. That's just mixed up wrong. We need to make sure that we surrender to Him completely. You know as well as I do, the supreme example of self-surrender is what we've been singing about tonight. The cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On the night before His crucifixion, Jesus surrendered Himself to God's plan. You and I know Jesus Christ came to this earth. He is God in the flesh. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ came to this earth and became man. He is God and He is man. He is living out His earthly life here. And He knows what a crucifixion is. He don't want to go through it as a man. He knows the agony that he is about to endure. But Jesus surrendered himself to God's plan. In Mark 14, 36, he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Jesus surrendered himself to God's will. He said, Father, if it's in your best interest for me to die this cruel, terrible death, for me to be crucified, if that's in the best interest of your plan, God, then I'll do it. But God, if it's not, would you please remove this suffering from me? Please do that for me. Jesus genuinely surrendered. Genuine surrender is, Father, for your life, Father, if this problem, or Father, if this pain, or Father, if this circumstance, or this sickness, or whatever you're going through, and you say, Father, if this circumstance is needed to fulfill your purpose and bring glory to you in my life or in somebody else's life, then my complete surrender says to you, please don't take it away. Now friend, that level of Christian maturity does not come easy. In Jesus' case, he agonized over it so much that he began to sweat drops of blood. That's Luke twenty-two forty-four. 44. Surrendering is hard work. It's intense warfare against my self-centered nature. 
but God calls you and me to surrender. Simple. Surrender. In your life, what have you not surrendered? What have you not let go of and let God have? What is it that you're clinging to with fist clenched? Let go and let God. Let go and let God have it. Whatever it is, maybe you need to respond to Him tonight at an altar through prayer. I will gladly pray with you if you need someone to pray with you. Let's go to Him in prayer. Father, Lord, I thank You for this evening and the time we've had together to be able to praise You and to worship you and to just be here to surrender to you, God. Lord, I pray that if there's anyone here that needs to surrender something or a part of their life or circumstance, a sickness, a, uh, an issue, whatever, I pray they will surrender to you this evening. Lord, let our church be completely surrendered to you. And Lord, I thank you in advance for what you do and what you're doing. We look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let's stand together as we sing, Jesus Keep Me Near the Cross.
Amen. Thank you for being here. And I'm gonna, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. I'm going to stick around up here. If you would like to come respond in any way, I'll pray with you or whatever I can do for you. Please let me know. Let's go, Lord, in prayer. Father, thank you for letting us be here together this evening. And you are so wonderful, God, for just how you take care of us. And Lord, help me, help us, help all of us to be more surrendered to you, to look to you, and to trust you, and to quit trying to take it up on our own. And God, we give you praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the services at North Etowah Baptist Church. If you made a decision for Christ today, head over to northetowah.org slash contact. Fill out the form and someone from our staff will be quick to contact you. Not to mention, we'd love to worship with you. All worship times and other activities can be found on our website. Thanks again for listening and may God bless